So you ready for today's topic? I don't know. Am I ready for today's topic? I don't what think are, either one of us are. You sent me an outline and in big, bold letters, it says fear-based parenting, parenting, parenting. Yes, yes. So uh, here's my question, Kim. What does that mean? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lost Art of Parenting, a parenting podcast here to help educate, entertain, and encourage you in all things parenting. We want to help you understand what you are doing and why, so you can increase the odds of raising children who are prepared for life while enjoying your job as a parent and enjoying your children <laughs> along the way. My name is Jess Mayer. I'll be your host, and we cannot do this without the one, the only, the most magnificent Kim Cross. Oh, thank you, Jesse. You knew I needed that today. <laughs> hey, we all need a little bit some days. Some days I come in low energy and you're high energy. That's why we're a dynamic duo. That's right. We got each other here. All right. So you ready for today's topic? I don't know. Am I ready for today's topic? I don't what think are, either one of us are. You sent me an outline and in big, bold letters, it says fear-based parenting, parenting, parenting. Yes, yes. So uh, here's my question, Kim. What does that mean? Because it, to me, let me tell you what pops into my head when I read the this top of this scary. outline. Yeah, it was like dictatorship. I will rule. It's better to be feared than loved. Nope. That is that is the vibe I was getting. Yeah, it's so not that. Um, let me explain. Let's see. How do I how do I explain this? I work with literally hundreds of parents, if not probably by now maybe thousands, and. I find that there is a very common thread today of fear. They're not making their children afraid. They're afraid. These are parents that are afraid. And because they're afraid, it's how they're basing their parenting on. And so they are afraid of a number of things. And I made a list just out of the top of my head very quickly. Rapid fire list. And it was like, yeah, this is, this is most of it. So Parents are afraid of the following. This is what I see just about every day in my office. They're afraid of their children's reactions or emotions when they're going to discipline them. So they avoid it because they don't want to deal with the reaction or the emotion, right? Um, They're afraid of disciplining because they're afraid their kid won't like them or love them anymore. Okay. They're afraid of taking the lead. These parents, a lot of times, either are confused, which I don't blame them. There's a lot of information that's conflicting out there, but they're, they're afraid to take the lead. So the kids are in control and that's Mm. not a good thing. Parents are afraid of allowing their kids to fail so that they learn from their mistakes. So they don't allow them to fail. They keep bailing them out Mm. and that doesn't end well. We'll talk about that later. They're afraid of giving them the opposite, which is some freedom and responsibility to fail because they don't trust it. Right. And they're afraid, oh, it's too big a price to pay, yes. right? They're afraid of doing the wrong thing, so they do nothing. I get that quite a bit. Well, we don't know what to do, so we just sort of do, let, nothing. do nothing and avoid. And then they're afraid to parent in today's crazy world, and I kind of can't blame them. It is scary, mm. right? Today, it's the hardest time in the world to be a parent. So there's a lot of fear out there for parents, and it's having a negative, tremendous impact on the way they're parenting. So talk to me a little bit about what this fear-based parenting looks like. I mean, I could, I could, in my head, when you think of fear, it's like 
you could use the cliche of every horror movie, right? It's like you're curled <laughs> up in the corner, just breathing really fast. Rocking and rocking, your Yeah, and just hoping not to get caught, right? And it's like you you sometimes you'll have to give yourself a little pep and be like, okay, I'm going to run across the field I and hope do I don't get caught. But you're still panicking the whole time, right? Right. And so, I mean... Talk to me. Is that what we're seeing in parents? They're coming into your office, sitting in the corner and sucking their thumb. Like, <laughs> what is this? What is this looking like as far as fear? Yeah, yeah, it's a great question. Um, so a lot of times they'll come in and say, "Okay, it's gotten so bad. That's why we're here," mm-hmm. or "We're realizing this isn't working. That's why we're here." Mm-hmm. But a lot of it is we don't know what to do because nothing else is working. Okay. So I like to kind of unpack what is fear, right? So fear is experienced in our mind first. Mm-hmm. And then it triggers a physical response. So you can feel your heart rate increase, your blood pressure go up, um, your hormones start raging. It's usually cortisol, which is a stress hormone. And then it puts that fear puts our brain in fight or flight. You're not thinking when you're in fight or flight. Okay, so your your executive function shuts down. You have brain fog. You can't remember. Your reasoning, your judgment is impaired. And even if it's not a real threat, but it's perceived. Because your brain thinks it's real, your body thinks it's real. Okay. Okay. As parents, we can pass our fear on to our kids, meaning if we are insecure or we're fearful and we're not confident or competent in what we're doing, that co-regulation kicks in. We've talked about that in a previous podcast to where our fear then bleeds off into our children's mm. and they pick up on that. Right. It's like a shark in the water that smells blood. (laughs) So it's it's really puts us in a bad position. And when we're afraid, we're emotional, we overreact. We are not in what we call problem solving mode. And so we will get angry. We'll get super emotional. We won't make good decisions. And fear also puts us as a parent in a very negative or weak position because our kids sense it. Oh, mom or dad don't know what to do here, or they're going to do nothing, or they won't follow through. And so we look very weak and ineffective. And fear keeps us from taking healthy risks in life. I mean, people are afraid of a lot of things, right? right? So then they don't do those things. But as a parent, it we fear is is good in that it keeps us and our children safe but if we overcompensate we can actually become overly cautious and phobic Mm. we don't let our kids do anything we don't let them go anywhere we don't let them fail and that's not a good thing either because we learn through failure right and then the unknown and the unexpected is really the worst kind of fear So if you don't know what you're doing or what you should do as a parent or the kids don't understand in a consistent manner what you should be doing, now everybody's got the unknown, which is really a dangerous place to be. So fear-based parenting isn't positive, it's not effective, it's not healthy, and it's not productive. I mean, we as a culture have really turned away from faith, and it's having these huge ramifications on us as a culture, on our families, on our, our children, marriages, on our parenting. And we as Christians know why this is happening. Um, maybe let's take a moment and talk about whether parents are following Christ, bringing their children to church and youth group, and teaching their children about God and his plan, how that could potentially be a very powerful solution to mm-hmm. what we're talking about as far as fear-based parenting. Absolutely. So you're right. We are a culture that has gotten away from trusting God, knowing who God is, following Christ, going to church, learning morality, learning boundaries that are there not to, um, 
limit us so much that we have no fun in life, but they're limiting us enough to keep us safe and Mm. get on a right path of living, right? So they're there for our good. But children who grow up in a faith-based family actually do better. That's what the research pans out. And what's cool about being a kid in a family that, that follows Christ and understands the big faith picture is those children have answers to the big questions. Where do I come from? Why am I here? Where am I going? Right? Those are huge questions that everybody needs an answer to. And if we don't understand that, it creates fear. It creates the unknown. And the unknown, again, is scarier. So as followers, as, as parents of followers of Christ and parents who are leading our children, who are hopefully following Christ as well, we know we have a shepherd that's looking out for us. He's our protector. He's our guider. He's our compass. He is our provider. He's, he's everything. And when we get into a stressful situation or the unknown and we're not sure what to do, we can go to him. We can lay our burdens at his feet. We can trust him. And we have a foundational thing that doesn't change. It's constant, which gives us peace and comfort. And it, you can do that for your children as well. They have an outlet. They have somebody to pray to. They have something that will help them guide them and give them peace and comfort. And we are talking about fear-based parenting because we're in a very fear-based culture. Just turn on the news, right? Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that in the Bible, there's the phrase, fear not, 365 times. That's not a coincidence. He tells us that for every day in our life, right? So I think, obviously, because we both work at Foothills Christian Church, we are Christian, and we know that raising kids in a faith-based family is going to prepare them and protect them more so than, than not. Yeah, I mean... Doesn't mean they get off easy. Doesn't mean right. it's easy, right? Well, and it gives the parent those same things. The same things you listed that it gives the child, it gives the parent, right? Correct. If you're worried about everything under the sun on top of your parenting, then you're going to be a fearful person. Correct. Right? But if you know that a large portion of that is covered by God and the stuff, even the stuff we don't think is covered by him, he's still got us, right? Right. That puts you in a completely different mindset to take on parenting and say, well, if he can handle everything else going on in my life, why can't he help me with this, right? And if he can handle me as a parent, I think I can handle my kid. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So talk to me a little bit about how we manage these fears that you listed out. I mean, the fear of losing their love or doing the wrong thing or allowing them to learn from their mistakes and giving them some some leash basically, or some trust. Um, how do we deal with that? Cause like in my head, it's like, I don't even know how you start that. Like if that is your fear of you're going to lose their love, me coming up and telling you, well, it's going to be fine. They won't hate you. Like <laughs> I don't you've probably you. <laughs> told yourself that multiple times, but you're still fearful. Right. So it's like, right. I, it's not something as simple as me just saying, well, all of those things are just lies. You're telling yourself, get over it. Right. That's what every I'm sure parenting book probably tells right. you to do, right? Yeah. And, so. and I deal with this literally, Jesse, every single day in my office, mm-hmm. right? I've already met with four different sets of parents today. Mm-hmm. And they, they come in and, and bless their hearts. They are afraid, and, and I understand it. Um, and they just, they need a compass. They need a guide. They need skills. They need specifics. So that's what I do. And so my job is to teach them skills that empower them to know what, that what they're doing is the right way to do it. And whether they're doing that now or not is not the point. I don't beat them up. I don't have them. Don't feel guilty. Let's just move forward. Mm. 
let me give you skills that will change your behavior so that you can change your child's. And no matter the circumstance, you'll know what to do because these are time-tested, research-based, proven skills that work, right? So when kids, or sorry, when parents understand what they're doing and why, it empowers them to have the confidence and competence to, to implement those skills because then they see the fruit of that, right? And I can teach parents the skills they need of how to respond to their kids, how to not react, how to get rid of the anger and fear and stay neutral, address the issue, not the child specifically. And when parents know what to do, it empowers them to sit back and go, wow, this does work. And I know it will continue to work. It doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. Get over that. Nobody is, including me, right? But I can teach them those specifics of how to not worry about, will they love me? Will I lose their love? Am I doing the wrong thing? Um, you know, all those, all those things that the were fear-based, all the what-ifs are really not the point. Let's get to what the issue is, and here's how we handle it. So talk to me about some of these skills that you want to help us understand if if we're if we're feeling like yes this this is applying to me I am dealing with some fears and that is making me ineffective as a parent or I'm I'm, now I'm what? missing out yeah what kind of skills are we talking about that you would be able to work with these parents Yeah well teach? I can give you an overview cuz to give you skills would take us about Right six, I'm six mostly hours mostly we'll... I'm talking lists yeah. like what are some yeah. examples cuz you use the word skills and it's like you're going to teach me how to me juggle bobble, bottles <laughs> so that I can feed triplets like what are you teaching me Oh that's good Yes <laughs> Okay so number 1 what's normal and what to expect from your children. Okay. That's a skill set. That's a knowledge thing that parents need to understand. And that okay. could alleviate a lot of fears if you right. just know, That's am I normal? on the line? Okay. <laughs> Are they on the line? Yeah. And then number two, what's the difference between needs and wants? Okay. Okay. Oh, that's a need. I'll address that. That's a want. Yeah. I don't need to worry about that. Okay. They need to have a skill of how do kids learn? Because if you're trying to use skills or parenting techniques that don't that are addressing how kids don't learn, you're wasting your time and you're becoming well, I mean, less it's effective. Been, it's been over 30 years since I was a kid. I probably don't remember how I learned when I was a child Correct. very well. So Correct. having well, and things may have changed, right? Like I may not have learned properly as a child either. So having a good reference of this is what the current studies say is the best way kids learn yeah. is going to be better than, I don't know, my parent did it this way and I'm mostly fine. <laughs> sort of. Sort of. I've got well, this click that I can't get rid of, but whatever. It's but fine. everything's good. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's interesting. I don't think kids change a lot, really. I think our culture changes. I think values change. I think expectations change. But I don't think how kids learn and the, the essence of a child doesn't change a whole lot. So I want parents to just understand and have in their belt a, some skills that it doesn't matter the age of the child. It doesn't matter the era you're in or the cultural trends that these mm. work. So I will teach parents skills that will they can avoid ineffective or destructive reactions, which impacts learning and relationships. I will teach them skills of how to set limits and enforce limits that doesn't create power struggles or we call waging war. Mm -hmm. I will teach parents skills that keep them to be loving and powerful at the same time so they're effective. And I will teach parents that they have to change their behavior so that their children's behavior will change. We don't try to change kids. 
I change parents. I, I get calls a lot where people say, you need to fix my kid. Right. I don't need to even meet your kid. We're going to meet together and we w- I will help you with this. And there's little things, Jesse, that people will say in my office and I'll say, okay, I heard what you said and that's, that's great, but take this one word out and when they do, it changes the whole delivery of that phrase. So little things like that can make a big difference. Well, we live in a world that's very fear-based in so many ways and it takes courage to live in this world and and be a parent choosing to bring a child into this world is a (laughs) journey of faith (laughs) in and of itself even if you're not a believer right (laughs) but our job as parents you know eventually my job as a parent but parents that are listening now your job as a parent is to learn the skills that you need to be the best parent you can be it's all about the how though right it's Mm -hmm. not the there's so many other questions you can ask but really it comes down to the action and execution of how and i bet people are frustrated with me in this podcast sometimes jesse i'm just gonna be really transparent because they're looking for the how i can't do that in a podcast very well i can give you the what what's happening here's why it's happening but the how is specific to your circumstances the age of your child or your parenting style which which you have to define first so we don't get into a lot of really good details of the how here do we well you if everything you needed to tell them could be done in a podcast, then you wouldn't have so many people coming to your door, right? Because that's Correct. what the solution, the proposed solution these days is. I could tell you everything you need to know in a book or in a podcast or in a whatever, a I YouTube can video, your right? With this one little yeah. pill. <laughs> and it's like you are generalizing without any context and without any knowledge of what is actually happening in this household. And so that clickbaity sound or book by sound of, I can fix your problem, that silver bullet, it doesn't exist in reality, which is why you probably have so many people coming to your door these days is because they're like, well, I tried this book and I tried this book and I tried this book. And it's like, yeah, those are general, intentionally general, because they're trying to sell them to as many people as possible. This is not about, this is not the solution for you. Not a quick fix. Yes. So it's all about the how. And that's the reason Kim is such a great resource that you should be looking to in utilizing don't look for a podcast that's going to suddenly solve it because they're lying to you if you say listen to this podcast it's going to fix everything in your life that's not what we're here to do we're not telling you that we're telling you hey these are issues you might be running into and we have a solution for you but you need to have time with kim so she can give you a real solution i I need to get to know you i need to know the background i need to collect some information what is your biggest challenge what are you doing now that's not working and now i want you to experiment with these and i have a plethora of skills to teach you but some may not be applicable to that family or that child so when they come in i can tailor that and here's the good news jesse the good news is is i don't have a lot of repeat offenders meaning parents come in they come in with issues, problems, whatever it is. We work together for X amount of time and they drop off the Kim, map. That's a bad business model. It's a fabulous one for me, not for me financially or not, you know, but it's fabulous for them because they just say, oh my gosh, we're good. We're good to go. And that's what your heart is, right? That's where my heart is. And that's, that's effective coaching. Yes. Right. I don't want to see them week after week, month after month, year after year. I'm probably not doing my job if I'm doing that. Yes, absolutely. And all of these skills that you can teach these people, these parents who are, are dealing with fear-based stuff, um, are skills that you can use 
to be the role model and be the courageous and, and wise person that your kids want to look up to. Because ultimately how you interact with them and the world is how they're going to see the world. And if all you do is live under this guise of fear, there's a difference between fear and caution, right? Correct. You know, I'm not afraid of heights, but I am cautious when I am up 15 feet on a ladder. I'm afraid of gravity, but I'm not afraid of heights. <laughs> and so that same thing is how they're going to view the world. And so when you can learn these skills and role model them, they're going to teach their kids the same way, whether they, they're not all going to have a Kim Cross, right, in their lives. Right. And so you can make a lasting impact on future generations by learning to be the best role model you can be, by teaching your children to do the same so that it ups the odds of you having grandchildren who are successful and interact and want to be around you and with you and who are grounded and in a supportive and healthy family. And we want that for our life. Yeah. And right. you know, one of the definitions of courage is you're afraid, but you do it anyways, mm. because you have the skills to manage that fear. Absolutely. And so, you know, I have a son that's an F-16 pilot. Every time he gets in that airplane going 1500 miles an hour, there's fear involved, but he's highly skilled so he can deal with that. I want parents to do the same thing. I want you to be highly skilled. So despite the fear factor out there and all the stuff that we're all aware of, we can still manage it and we can fly through that and land safely and raise great kids. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. This was a little bit more of a deep conversation and it might be a little poignant for some of you, Yes, but I really encourage you go to rethinkparenting.com. If you are feeling any of this, make sure you spend some time with Kim and get, not get over these fears, but learn to manage these fears Correct. so that you can be as successful as you can be as a parent. So thank you guys so much for joining us and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks everybody. 